Celebrating the people, places, and stories that make Manitoba great. Plus a few random thoughts here and there. This is Between Two Shows with Drew and Carly. Here we go again, episode 49 of Between Two Shows. Welcome. We are so happy that you can join us for some important life skills because this episode in particular, Carly, I think has... uh, Everyday things that everyday people can use or at the very least relate to. Yes. And in this episode, we're talking about you wanting to learn how to stop on skates. Hockey stop. Yeah. And you being the perfect person to teach me because you have been a skater and stopper for many years. I've Mm -hmm. only been a skater for many years. My goal was to become a Robin Hood in the Riverton Skating Carnival in about 1992. Achieved that goal. Part of the process didn't include stopping. So I didn't enhance my skating skills from 1992 on. It's now 2022, and I feel like I need to go next level and learn how to stop. I can't believe you went all these years without learning how to stop. I know. it's just. But do you not skate often then? I don't skate often, but I would say I skate, I mean, it's not often to you, but I would skate at least once a season, so, you know. It's not, it's not like I stop. And does your wife know how to skate? She knows how to skate. I don't know if she actually knows how to stop, though, either. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'm always far away from her when we're skating just so I don't accidentally collide. But anyway, uh, tips on how to stop when skating. Tips on general home ownership because I was able to teach you something that you didn't know existed about duvets. Oh, right. Yes. Yes. Um, And then um, you tried to teach me about the importance of cleaning fridges, but I don't know if there's actually any lessons in there or um, just a hilarious banter. I think it's a general reminder. Hey, you have a fridge and uh, you do need to clean it every now and then. Honestly, yes, yes, yes. So episode 49 of Between Two Shows is really pivoting into things that you can use to hopefully improve your everyday life. And it's kicking off right now. Between Two Shows with Drew and Carly. What is something that people don't know about you? Something that people don't know about. Can you start so I can have an idea? Well, okay, I'll tell you where this came from because it's not about me. But the other day I was um, sitting in bed looking on Instagram, scrolling through Instagram. And there is this woman that I follow who works for E! News. She's a reporter. And um, she is on this trip right now covering something in South Africa. And she's been going on all these safaris every night and her Instagram stories are so cool because it's like literally she's out there and then oh there's a lion oh there's a giraffe like seeing these animals actually in the wild is really really crazy especially like, if you're seeing a lion out in the wild yeah like she's in like a little like jeep thing or whatever but like it's crazy to see giraffe hippo like all those animals and it's like wow like those things actually exist in the wild and I think that sometimes maybe we forget about that mm-hmm. but anyways I'm like I'm like oh this is cool so I like show I'm showing my boyfriend Tim and he's like oh it's awesome he's like that's one of my dreams like and I was like what like when you're like I mean I'm sure it's pretty common that a lot of people would be like, yes, given the opportunity, I would love to go to South Africa, see these animals in the wild, in their natural habitat. And, but I have just never heard him say that. I don't even know if I've ever heard him say like, oh, like dreams. Like, you know, it's just, he doesn't talk like that. So he was like, oh, that's one of my dreams. Like, yes, to see, like, to go to South Africa and see these animals. And I'm like, never knew that about this guy. I've been dating this guy for almost 10 years this year. And listening to what he says most of the time. (laughs) But I was like, oh, you know, like, cool. 
Okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, then let's turn it around, Carly. What is something that um, maybe I don't know about you? And I feel like I know an awful lot about you. And I feel like you know an awful lot about me. But is there anything that no, I just like, don't I don't know? think that there, honestly, like, I'd really have to think about it because I just feel like I come in here and tell you so much information. I overshare information. I'm telling you things that you don't even care about. Like, 80% of what I tell you, I know you don't care about. Like, the things I show you, I'm like, I know you don't care about. You're such a good friend that you pretend to care. It's so nice. I'm telling you things like as they're coming up in my brain. Yeah, so you don't have, you don't feel you don't be like is this going to be relevant or interesting you just go so there's nothing like there's nothing so but I know that there's so much I don't know about you you mysterious little guy over there (laughs) (laughs) like I'm a leprechaun or something (laughs) so I don't even know your favorite color is it green you strike me as you're correct my favorite color is it green mine's green too (laughs) you didn't know that did you you're wearing green today I, I rarely wear green I did know that from the last time we had our discussion of favorite colors and I was listening to you what you had to say Keep in touch with Drew and Carly on social media search for at Drew Kozip and at Carly on air. Drew, you mentioned something last week to me. You told me something and I can't stop thinking about it. And um, you told me that you really want to learn how to stop on skates and and, and that I'm going to be the person that teaches you, which I, you know, it's not often that I get to teach anyone anything. Yeah. And I haven't stopped thinking about this and how I'm going to approach this and when we're going to get out there to do it. All right. So what are you visualizing? Like, are we doing like the real stop? Are we starting with like that pizza stop and then working our way up to like real stop? Well, I've only ever been skating with you one time and I never really noticed that you had this issue. I thought like I thought you were a pretty good skater. Um, I know. Thank you. Out on the river trail uh, and it was an afternoon so there wasn't really that many people around which was nice. Yeah, it was um, lovely. Mm-hmm. But and yes, I'm I like, cannot stop and yeah. it's something that I've been like a little bit working but, on. But like you say you cannot life. stop but like I can't stop. No. You did stop. Like you're no, here I right didn't. now you eventually stopped. Well no, like I plan far enough ahead that I know okay like this is going to be an area where we're not going to go so I'll start slowing down and then when we get to that spot I'll just keep on turning and turning and turning and turning and turning until I eventually just am stopped in this area. Okay, so you can't, if someone just, if you were skating and someone said, stop, you couldn't just stop. Absolutely not, no. And I would hit them. So you're basically slowing down. Correct, yes. I have to plan okay. very far ahead with my skating. Okay, yeah, because I think that the first way that you learn stopping is, it's not a hockey stop, it's I it's wanna, two feet, but you want a hockey stop. I mean, you I want, want ho- like snow in the face. Exactly, but yeah. I'll take whatever I can get. I just want to be able to s- cease my motion yeah. forward in skating without falling down. Okay, I mean, I do know, like, you know, my dad is dating, uh, a woman who does coach a high school hockey team. So you're going to teach me by bringing in a professional coach instead. <laughs> but like also, I don't even know if she would know how to tell you how to stop because if you're making the high school team, you probably know how to stop at that point. Um, so I think I got to go further back. I got to go to someone that's just teaching children how to skate. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. And no judgment. I have a boyfriend who looks like Bambi on skates. Like he's got the weakest ankles I've ever seen in my life and he sure. does not tie the skates up tight enough and and we are working on skating as well. So, I think that I think that I could get you there. It's just like, okay, we need it to warm up a little bit and then we need to get to an outdoor rink or just find some ice somewhere. Um But are you willing to learn? Yes, I am willing to learn. I'm willing to put in the time. I'm hoping that you'll also be willing to uh, tie my skates for me because I also hate that part of it. So you're going to teach me how to stop. You got to make sure the skates are laced up properly, too. Uh, Carly's World. Have you ever seen that like meme or whatever where it's like, 
hang on and it's um okay hang on i gotta this is going great this is gonna be terrible if i can't actually find it hang on i have a collection on instagram where I, it's called funnies where i save all the things that i think are funny for when i'm feeling sad ever i just go to the collection of funnies and i laugh at memes that i've probably sent out to people that they probably didn't laugh at i have so many funnies are you seeing it well, funnies you're holding it up and it's sorry being funnies these are my funnies okay great um we've we know a little bit more about you now hang on I'll find it. Are you a rabbit <laughs> That's the sound. That's the sound for... Uh, oh, it says, Hey, sorry, I'm not answering your text. I'm completely booked for the day. And then starting at 8 a.m. for the whole day, it just says, Put on duvet cover. <laughs> <laughs> because that is so true, right? Same with a fitted sheet. Same with a fitted sheet. They're in the same category for me. Both are an arm workout and take so long to do. So I just don't do them very often but on the weekend I was doing it and I realized do you have any hacks for like putting on the duvet cover after you've washed it um yes do it as a two-person job two-person yeah and like, you hang on you do the inside out method correct nope it would be an absolute disaster if you did not do the inside out method oh what? my gosh are you serious Method. Okay, so your uh, duvet cover, you fold it inside out, uh-huh. and you lay it on top of the bed. So it completely covers the bed, right. your duvet cover is there. You put the duvet on top with the thing inside out, then you tie the corners of the duvet and the corners of the cover. I think our duvet cover even has little ties inside of it for this exact oh. purpose. Mm. So then it's all tied, right? And then you go to the top of the bed or whatever side is the opening, and then you reach inside and you grab the bottom of the duvet and then you pull it out and then it's already in there. No, I don't have ties. In fact, my duvet cover is from Ikea. It has about eight snaps at the top um, that don't extend from one end to the other. It's I mean, just a little the, As long as there's an opening and you can fold the duvet cover inside out, and even if you don't have the ties, you can literally just tie the, the corners of the extra fabric all together, and then you just pull it once it's inside out. And then it does itself. My brain is working overtime right now. Like that meme where it's just like all those math equations. Like, hang on, wait a second. What? Honestly, what I was trying to get what? to. So what were you? Wait, hang on. How do you do it then? Horribly. <laughs> not often as not as often it as would I be should be. Lumpy. <laughs> As anything. Yes, and here's the other thing. that I know we call it a duvet. What is it really, though? It's just another quilt or blanket or something, isn't it? I guess, yeah. It really is. And ours is, our bed is a queen. Our duvet is the thing that's under the queen. Twin? Huh? Double? So wait, your duvet is smaller than the bed? Correct, P- which is causing do- so much issue. And then when I brought my boyfriend upstairs to just finally do it for me because I was struggling so much the other day, I go, it is not fit for a queen. And I said, it is not fit for this queen. My gosh. Like, oh my goodness. There's so many things that I put off buying my house. I'm like, oh, it's so boring. I don't want to buy that. But this needs to be bought. People generally buy one size larger um, than they actually have for their beds. That so makes sense. That you- makes sense because so it, it'll shift over during the week. And it's like, okay, so all last week, Tim had way way more of a uh, weighted blanket on him than me. I had the side without the duvet. Last night, I had the side with the duvet. My feet were sweating. I was so warm. <laughs> we could just find some middle ground here. <laughs> had you asked me... <laughs> Is there much to talk about with duvets? Is there a lot to know about duvets? I would have said no. But after our conversation right now, I feel like I could teach you an entire course. Have something to say about Between Two Shows? I want to say something, say something. 
Record a voice memo on your phone and send it to Drew or Carly on social media. You might hear yourself on an upcoming episode of Between Two Shows. How often do you clean out your fridge? I'm talking take out everything, get rid of things that shouldn't be in there anymore, clean the shelves, take out the shelves, every possible Mm. shelf. How often are you doing that? How often are you doing that? And what do you think is the actual right answer to this question? We have a neat built-in thing with our fridge where um, it is brand new and uh, it freezes up completely. So uh, you have to remove everything from the fridge. You just got a new fridge? Well, no, it's like four years old now, but ever since it was new um, it did a thing where it completely freezes up every like five months or so so every five months we have to take everything out of the fridge take out all the shelves so I can rip out the back of it hit it with a hammer use a heat gun and get everything thawed and um, yeah we uh, contacted Samsung about this and they're like nope that's uh, that's how it's supposed to go uh, it's definitely not uh, definitely not a defect everyone has this problem with this fridge people are mad but um, yes so we do it about every five months and what I mean I feel like that's plenty how- how often were you doing it before the new fridge? I mean, you would just kind of like, I would say every week around garbage day, you do a bit of a tidy to be like, okay, this is old, this is not good, whatever. But as far as like taking out the shelves, I would say, yeah, maybe two or three times a year um, okay. if the okay. thing wasn't broken. How often are you doing this, Carly? I don't know how often. I mean, we do stay, I hate throwing out food. So like we do stay on top of that, I would say weekly, especially now with having uh, Curtis the rabbit coming by, you know? And yeah, I don't like things going to waste. And the fridge isn't, we don't really have that big of a fridge either. Mm. I do notice that uh, things start to get, you know, when things, we cleaned it out the other day. It was my idea. And it's not just a job that if if you're going to do it, you got to do the whole thing. Don't just clean one shelf at a time. Yeah, I agree. Do the whole thing. So, you know, that it took me like a, at least two hours. And wow. like everything out on all the counters and whatever. It, it was nice though. And like literally having dinner that night, it was just like, mm, this is nice. It looked like one of those fridges where like, you know, when you see people like move into a new place and it's like, oh, I just got like mustard and these couple things. Like we obviously had more than that in there, but there was room for stuff, you know? And it's <laughs> yes. been a long time since I've seen room. I know. There. And then you have that and you're like, hey, let's just... From this point on, let's just keep it this way. This way yeah. And then in one week, it's just all disorganized chaos again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, I can tell you how many times like I'll be like, okay, yeah, I'll just put the soy sauce. Like we have the big soy sauce from Costco, which I love. And, um, you know, it's like you pour out of that jug and then the soy sauce drips down the thing and then it ends up on the shelf. And it's like, nah, I'll just leave that, you know. <laughs> I know. It's it crusty or sticky and it's like, nah. Yeah, it balances <laughs> it balances out the honey garlic sauce that we spilled uh, last week from the leftover Chinese food in here. <laughs> Between Two Shows with Drew and Carly. All right, a long time ago, Carly, you rushed into the room here and you were like, I got to talk about this rabbit. But then I brought up something and we got off track. You've never actually explained the origin of the rabbit that now visits Squirrel, even though we've talked about the fact that there's a rabbit that visits your backyard restaurant, Squirrel, on the podcast. But we didn't explain how this all happened and where the name came from and things like that. I don't know the story of the rabbit. Oh, I mean, I don't think I know the story of the rabbit. One day we just started to realize that... Okay, wait, what's the rabbit's name? The rabbit's name is Curtis, and um, I don't really know exactly why. I just let my boyfriend, Tim, pick the names of these animals. We have a couple blue jays that have come by. We have Jay and Steve. And then we 
you have Chandler Wing, which is this like kind of chickadee looking bird, but with like a pointier nose. Um, I haven't seen him in a while, so hopefully Chandler Wing is doing okay. But yeah, I just often let my boyfriend name the the animals, and he just picks like the first name that comes to mind. Okay, and how long has this rabbit been on the scene? Um, oh, I mean, I've been feeding this one squirrel, Dennis, for almost two years in March, mm-hmm. and uh, he's quite a picky eater. We only feed him um, fruits and vegetables that are grown here because that's all that you can give them as well as seeds and nuts. And when he doesn't like something, he just puts it in his mouth and then spits it out or toss, literally takes his little arm and like sweeps it off of the table and really? falls onto the ground. And because of that, we only make sure that he can have, we're giving him things that also our dogs can eat. Mm. Um, but they're not, they don't really care anymore. But now a rabbit has picked up on that. And this rabbit has been visiting us and eating whatever Dennis doesn't eat, which is kind of nice, but also like he is pooping a lot there too. Oh. So, and our dogs, though our dogs are picky eaters, sometimes don't <laughs> want to eat their breakfast. Um, our dog Oliver will go out and eat bunny poop. That is, uh, I guess, an exotic new surprise for him. So he wants to try so, it out. So now, not only is my boyfriend picking up the dog crap in the yard, but also the bunny crap in the yard. Is this a good time to mention that squirrel tables are still for sale? If yes. People want to buy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I will say, like, for two years now that I've had a squirrel table up, it has been endless entertainment. And Honestly, yeah. I have been um, doing the dishes more often. Not too often, but more often than usual. And um, our squirrel table is right directly uh, out the window where the sink is in the kitchen. One dish takes three hours. <laughs> Keep in touch with Drew and Carly on social media. Search for at Drew Kozib and at Carly on air. The movie Nobody filmed in Winnipeg starring Bob Odenkirk and Christopher Lloyd. Carly, I finally watched it. And it's so cool seeing Winnipeg in such a awesome action movie. Yeah. So I'm trying to think because I remember when that was being filmed here because we went to go see Tom Green do stand-up at Rumors and sitting behind us was Bob Odenkirk and who was that other guy? Christopher <laughs> Lloyd, right? I've never seen Back to the Future. Wow. Um, but yes, I was with my boyfriend Tim and uh, another couple and everyone that I was with was freaking out. And they were like right me. behind you because Rumors right is small. Behind. Yes. And I was like, hey, stop looking at them. And so you're just enjoying a comedy show and everyone else is freaking out and because yeah, there's these stars s- behind you. Well, what I'm trying to say is that was that was before COVID. Oh, yeah. That was because I think they were filming this in like a November-ish time so in Manitoba. November 2019, maybe? I think so. Okay. And I remember you making so much fun of me because I wanted to go. There was an open casting call audition thing and it was for a nightclub scene and you need to be free for two nights. And I, I don't remember this. And I couldn't do it because um, there was a Jets game one night and at this time you didn't work for the Jets. Um, but uh, I, I was gonna skip. I was going to skip our morning show one day so I could go and do this thing. And then you were making fun of me. You're like, oh yeah, you're going to go to a nightclub? You think that they want you in a nightclub? I watched the movie now. I easily could have been at that nightclub. What nightclub was just people was it? standing around it was not a real nightclub um Uh, it was just one of the banks that was dressed to look like a nightclub okay but I easily could have done that. It was just men this. dressed up in suits, um, just like standing oh, there, just looking casual. Yeah, I mean, it was like a club, but it wasn't like, I wouldn't have to be like on the dance floor or anything like that. It was just literally standing around but some guy got the crap beaten out of him. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So so this whole, like, everything was in Everything Winnipeg? was in Winnipeg. So, I mean, Red River College, the Princess Street campus, yeah. is in the backdrop for one of the biggest fight scenes, which takes place on a transit bus oh, wow. um, in Winnipeg. And then, yeah, lots of stuff in the exchange. 
a bit of stuff in sort of like industrial Saint B. Yeah. Um, and then a couple of the skyline shots were replaced. So those shots are not Winnipeg. Um, it's just made, made to look like another big city. But at one right, point, right. Uh, like they're driving across the Don Street Bridge. Yeah, when you're watching this movie, you are recognizing so many Winnipeg sites. I don't think I'm going to watch this movie because it didn't sound like a movie that I would watch because I heard violence. Very violent. It is um, John Wick violent. <laughs> but uh, my friend Jade, who uh, is a tattoo artist from here, I guess her shop or something, or they made me decorate a shop to... I'm not sure what it was, but I know that her tattoos, the tattoo uh, papers that you like trace the tattoo on were used in a scene because she had posted about it on Instagram. So I'm like, what was that? Was it a local tattoo shop? I mean, there was a place that was meant to look like a tattoo shop. I don't think that, I think it was just a a room that was staged. But yes, at one point he has to track down (gasps) somebody based on their tattoo. So if that's your tattoo artist, does that mean your tattoos may have been featured on some of those uh, photographs that we saw? She's tattooed a lot of people, but I also have like five or six tattoos from her and like she has the paper tracings of those that you know you just hang on the wall so I don't know I was going to audition like a chump meanwhile you had this inside track you were actually possibly in the movie great no not at all not at all maybe art that is on my body was featured in the movie but very unlikely but this joy that you got from watching this movie and seeing all these Winnipeg places is the same joy that I have when I watch Hallmark films because so many times they are often shot here and it's so fun to and and then air the next week (laughs) (laughs) oh boy all right that's episode 49. It's quality cinema. Of between two shows. <laughs> it's not even in cinema. It doesn't make it to the cinema. It only ends up on a TV screen. And sometimes not even that. It's just available on the streaming service. <laughs> okay, so that'll do it for episode 49 of between two shows. This was a decent episode. Decent is nice, yeah. I remember my grandma once um, described me as decent looking, and I thought, wow, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Not that we're fishing for compliments, but um, if you do want to leave a review, Mm -hmm. please do. Um, We would appreciate it. But if not, we're just happy to know that you're listening and that you made it to the end of episode 49. So thank you so much for listening to Between Two Shows. But if you haven't subscribed yet, do that. Click that little button. It'll make your life easier if you want to continue listening. And tell friends and family to do that too. But Mm -hmm. again, either way, just happy that you uh, came on this journey with us today. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening to Between Two Shows with Drew and Carly. If you want to keep in touch between episodes, just follow at Drew Kozub and at Carly on air on social media. Hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll be back with more next week on Between Two Shows.